ruthlessly eliminate the noise and the distractions so that you can ultimately remain hyper-focused on what is truly essential. Thank you so much for tuning in and welcome back to the Essential Podcast. This is Tommy Barco with Barco Financial. Got Matt here with us as always. And today we're going to provide an update of his experience so far with the Light Phone 2. If you missed it, we talked about this in our previous episode. It was called Eliminate Distractions and Unplug and the benefits of owning a dumb phone or using one occasionally or full-time and how you can eliminate all this noise and distraction and frankly uh, free yourself from some anxiety and, and maybe even some depression by cutting out all these demands on our time and updates from news outlets and so on. So check that one out if you missed it and then come back. But Matt has received his phone and has had it now for about three weeks so we want to give you guys just a quick update on how that's going with him and uh, maybe inspire you to go down this journey a little further with us. Matt, what's going on? Nothing much, Tommy. Just enjoying a uh, stress-free, uh, distraction-free life. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. So before we hit record on this, uh, we were talking about the show and Matt said, man, I don't even know what's going on in the world. So I had to catch him up on the stimulus bill that passed and... Uh, <laughs> Prince Harry and Meghan Markle's interview and all the things in the world that everybody else has been hearing about and uh, you've been uh, nicely insulated from. But uh, before we jump in too deep here, Matt, the podcast is coming to you a little less frequently now, you may have noticed, and we're being very intentional with what we record and what we put out. It has been a change from the every other week and who's to say we don't end up back there at some point, but this was an intentional shift. We haven't went anywhere we're just going to be more targeted with our episodes and uh, push them out as we feel that they are going to be able to add value to our listeners. Yeah, Tommy, I like to think of it as talking when you have something to say, not just talking to talk, I guess, is the, is the best way to, to do it. We can fill the space, but we'd rather it be with the most value possible. And that way you can go out and really live this essential life that you know we're trying to help you build. Yep. Couldn't agree more. I'm excited about the new format and hope you guys are too. So back to the content for today, Matt, the light phone. So it's in your hand. You know, you mentioned on the previous episode that you go all in on things and sometimes you retreat later on, but that's uh, how you start. You kind of dive straight into the deep end. And that's what you've done with the light phone. Uh, after some trouble getting going with your carrier, you've been only light phone now for three weeks. Is that right? Yeah, I think I'm closing in on week four, basically a full month. It's been an interesting ride. I'll tell you that for sure. Yeah. So I'm eager to unpack this. Again, we don't want this to be a product review. We do like this product. We think it works well for what we're talking about. We want to keep this more philosophical, of course, and go back and check out the previous episode again if you want more detail. But Matt, no notifications, no access to the weather, your email, anything that we normally have access to on our phones. Tell me how you feel about it. I feel completely, what is the word that means unimprisoned, I guess. Um, it took me, it was really interesting. The first couple of days, I'd say two days, and I think you had mentioned this because I had texted you a little bit, but mm -hmm. you sort of have that phone twitch. And I kept catching myself 
checking the light phone, which has absolutely nothing on it. It's got a it's got a phone. It's got three categories so far. I know I can put music on it. I haven't done it yet, but mm-hmm. it's got a phone. It's got an alarm. Just one alarm, not not five. So you got to get All up right. when you're supposed to get up. <laughs> and I think it's got settings, which you know, you don't really need. So yeah, uh, I thought it had a calculator. I was a little disappointed, even though I do have a calculator uh, at my desk anyway. So, but um, it, it's amazing how much that you check your phone. And even I was obviously programmed to do it, Pavlov's dog. Uh, mm-hmm. I would just grab it and look at it. And then I'd realize there was nothing there and put it down. And I'd say it took me about, I don't know, three quarters of a day, maybe eight hours to stop doing that. Cause you're like, yeah, there's nothing there. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. And hey, uh, we could talk about this offline, but there is a calculator. So uh, you just maybe need to turn that on. And I laugh when I say that because that's something that I did find myself playing with early on because that was something that was there that (laughs) you could actually go into (laughs) and look at. So, yeah, breaking the twitch is not something we made up. I think that's a great way to describe it because you just don't realize how conditioned you are to the pings and the dings, the vibrations, or just, you know, having these random thoughts come in your mind and, and wanting to to pursue more information, go down the rabbit hole, if you will, on those ideas. And you just can't do that. And it is kind of neat that when you have a new device, there's some novelty there. So you kind of check it out and play with it. But once that twitch is broken, it's, it's kind of a, a freeing feeling. And I kind of relive that every time I switch over because I'm not a full-time user. But when I go to it on a weekend or something, I find myself having to get back out of those bad habits again as well. So any frustrations so far? I know obviously there's been a lot of positives and you've enjoyed the experience. We can maybe circle back to the first question about how does it feel or maybe some of the most exciting highlights of how it feels. But any major frustrations, any big hurdles that you've had to jump? Um, it's definitely testing my patience a little bit. I think the uh, e-ink is obviously slower than a touchscreen. So even though you can type really fast, it will mostly keep up. But there are some cases where you're just, you start to get frustrated. And and I can honestly tell you that my texts have been getting shorter and shorter, which depending on how you communicate with people might be a good thing, might be a bad thing. So that's, that's been one of the bigger frustrations. I did have an instance where I needed to get a text. And I'm so used to not looking at my phone now. I didn't even have it in the same room. And so I was missing a bunch of texts um, that were semi-important, not uh, obviously, you know, life shattering, but uh, Mm -hmm. people were trying to get a hold of me. uh, And I was like, oh, yeah, I didn't even have my phone with me. Didn't even know where it was. So that's how detached I am (laughs) from the phone. Wow. That's really cool. And, you know, the first two things you mentioned were really more convenience problems or things that you've gotten you know accustomed to things just working really well really efficiently from a technology standpoint uh, the latter is kind of where I'm going with it I guess you know hey missing out on important text or not having access to you know an authenticator or ticket to a concert you know all these things now that we rely on our smartphones for the reason that I feel so tethered is access to some of those tools and especially things related to the business during a work week but the reality is, and this is hard for any of us to admit, I think, is we're just 
really not that important. <laughs> um, if the president of the United States wants to get in touch with you, he'll be able to get in touch with you. But otherwise, most of these things that uh, we're trying to experience on a daily basis, access to social media, text messages, emails, phone calls, you know, they're just not that important. So taking this step to kind of unplug is really more beneficial than harmful in almost every way for almost everybody. So keep that in mind as well. Yeah, I think, uh, too, there might be some frustration, Tommy, on uh, Google's end or uh, YouTube's end or Facebook's end because, one, I've been off it for so long, the ads are not even close to relevant anymore. Uh, I'm getting offered uh, really interesting and weird stuff, which is uh, kind of funny. But, yeah, I haven't had any issues with the authenticator. I do need it, obviously, for work and personal, and I have my... uh, uh, my smartphone here on the desk and I can pop that open if I need it whenever, but I, I don't look at it. don't want to look at it. It's been, it's been good. Yeah. So you're using that on Wi-Fi when you need to. Correct. Yep. I'm not switching back and forth. I know you can. Um, but I, you know me, I'm either, if I'm going to be mm-hmm. a bear, I'm going to be a grizzly. That's right. That's right. And I appreciate that about you, man. <laughs> so here is, uh, some, conversation that I want to have and maybe we can have this as uh, we wrap up the show here but you and I had talked about these kinds of things on the podcast we talked about it personally and you know hey you're listening to a podcast from a financial firm and that's something that's really important to us that we love being a part of and we're talking about eliminating noise eliminating distractions making your life better and this is part of our overarching process you can find all kinds of stuff on this or we're happy to talk about it, but we want to remain focused on the things that we can control. And one of the keys to doing that is eliminating focus on or distractions from things that we cannot control. And so that's where this conversation has come from. But Matt, I think everybody, us included, is very interested in cultivating self-control within themselves, right? Within their life. Yes. And we had talked about why not just delete the apps, delete the notifications, log out of the email? You know, there are things you can do with your smartphone to make it less controlling. And if you watch the social dilemma that we mentioned before, you know, some of the creators of these things said that they would come home knowing this and still couldn't break these habits, right? So we know it's not easy and how they're engineered really capitalizes on our weaknesses. But what are your thoughts? I'm curious. What are your thoughts on that dynamic between self-control, maintaining use of your existing device, using the new device, looking at it on a computer instead? You know, I think it probably depends on the person. And I actually had a friend who had upgraded too many times or whatever, and his phone broke and he was forced to get a dumb phone and he's never switched back. And he had kind of the same revelations probably that we had, which were, Oh man, I didn't actually need this. My life is better without it. Now there may be some people who, like you said, only check Facebook on their computer and they put their phone in a kitchen drawer and only use it for emergencies. If you can do that, definitely more power to you. I think it'll Mm -hmm. probably be a lot easier now that I've got the light phone to be able to do that. However, I don't know that I'll go back to, I mean, if I'm not going to look at it, why do I need a thousand dollar smartphone? 
if I've got a mm -hmm. laptop or a tablet or whatever. So I think the forced is for me is, a, is better, but I think it's going to depend on your personality and what you're able to do, how much you're really distracted from those things. And by the way, a fun tip, you can actually go into your smartphone and look at, I think it's under the battery settings. It'll tell you how long you've been on each app during a week. Mm -hmm. And then you can find out. And those numbers are sadly a little bit embarrassing if you're especially on it a lot. And then if you're not, you're gonna be like, oh yeah, I'm awesome. I don't need this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's certainly not necessary for everyone. But I do think it's very difficult for us to really have a clear understanding of how much we're actually using these devices and maybe what they're stealing from us and, and in the way of time and that kind of thing. So this experiment, if you will, will help you identify that. And if you want to make excuses for how to, for why you need a smartphone or how you're going to need to use it, you can certainly do that. And I'm guilty as well. This is a great way to kind of go back to the basics. You know, imagine using a phone as if it were a phone, you know, and that was its original intent. So I think this is really cool. There are other ways to accomplish this and there are ways to succumb to it, even if you go the dumb phone route. But I remember reading where someone started with the light phone, used it for two or three months and then was selling it and felt like they were able to now go back to using the smartphone, but doing so responsibly and uh, be curious to see how long that lasts <laughs> for that person. But that is um, a really important point of this as well. Yeah, Tommy, I think one of the things too is, and I haven't fully looked at the medical side of this, but there's a lot of people talking about dopamine detox. I believe there's even a TED talk by a physician, so I imagine it's a, a real thing. But essentially what it is are the things around us that don't give us the dopamine hits start to bore us. So for example, let's say you were on Facebook 24 seven and you're getting all this information and everything um, that's coming through. You're seeing all these updates. You follow a million people and you're like, yes, 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 yes. So your, your brain thinks essentially in ones and zeros. This is good. This is bad. Mm -hmm. And so what happens when you go, let's say, play a card game, if it's boring or not as exciting as looking at Facebook or maybe playing video games or whatever it may be. Um, this goes beyond just those uh, mental habits. It can be, you know, drinking, whatever. Um, mm -hmm. Your brain does not give you the ones. They only give you the zeros. So it becomes boring. So what a lot of people do is, or I guess the popular culture now is to do a dopamine detox. No computer, no TV, no whatever, until you actually start to get a dopamine hit from say reading because now mm -hmm. your brain has been deprogrammed and is stimulating a little bit. So I, I think it's the same with the phone, obviously, because it's, you know, as they talk about on social dilemma, this thing is like a casino in your pocket. You're pulling the lever, pulling the lever, pulling the lever. And right. so to get away from that is very helpful. And we've actually been playing cards uh, every weekend now, believe it or not. <laughs> That's cool. I was going to ask you that if you'd replaced or noticed yourself doing anything different, reading more, playing card games, board games, that kind of stuff. So appreciate you sharing that. Yeah. The one, the, the other thing I'd say that I do miss that I need to, to get back onto. And part of that is 
due to COVID and not uh, traveling as much, but not able to hit the audiobooks as much. I think I have uh, six in the hopper, mm-hmm. which is an insane amount uh, that I haven't even gotten to listen to. So I need to get create essentially a process so that I'm able to do that at whatever time of day, even if it's, you know, why I'm getting ready in the morning or waking up, listen to that for an hour. Yeah. There are so many things that can add value to our lives, literally uh, improve them like physical fitness, exercise, getting outside fresh air, reading, relationships, looking somebody in the eye, making a phone call or having an in-person conversation. You know, all these things are so valuable and they get lost in in this digital world and become these intangible things that, that we mistake for the real thing. And so... We know there are extremes here, and depending on where you are in your stage and season of life, and then just your personality, some of this may not apply to you, but this is a major cultural or even global problem. So I encourage you in closing, eliminate the distractions and unplug. This is key. Do it for a weekend. Do it for a vacation. You know, there, there are all kinds of ways to approach this. Use these things as a tool to serve us and not be a slave to them, uh, which is there's, there's one, one way to view this or the other, right? You're either using these things to serve you or you're a servant to them. And approach this with that mentality. Be intentional in your life. Ruthlessly eliminate the noise and the distractions so that you can ultimately remain hyper-focused on what is truly essential. So, Matt, I'm done. Anything else? Uh, no, it's funny you said the... I believe it's a quote from a movie. You didn't say it exactly, but the things you own eventually come to own you. Yes. Yeah. Is, is a good quote there that what you just said reminded me of that. Yep. I like that. That's a great way to end it. Thank you everyone for tuning in. We'll be back sooner than later. We've got a great book review that should be out this time next month that will lean right into what we've talked about. I'm really, really excited to talk about that. And we've got some great financial ideas and concepts I think will be simple and add a lot of value to you that are planned for production as well. So until then, thanks so much again for tuning in and keep it essential. Thanks for sticking around after the music. We just have a quick disclosure for you. Securities are offered through S.A. Stone Wealth Management, Inc., and advisory services are offered through S.A. Stone Investment Advisors, Inc.